Welcome to the Soul Meet Strategy Podcast. This is for the new earth feminine leader who is ready for exponential growth by going deeper into her magic. The woman who's here to expand her wealth, become fully self-expressed and make waves through her business. Hi, I'm your host, Jenna Fay, founder of Soul Meet Strategy. I've grown my multi six-figure business by mentoring badass women like you to unleash your embodied feminine leadership, use aligned strategy to scale, become masterful facilitators and experience quantum manifestation. If you're a full body yes to experiencing more wealth, pleasure and nourishment in your life and business, then you are in the right place. Come and connect with me on Instagram at soulmeetstrategy. Get on my email list at soulmeetstrategy.com and come hang out with me in my community of fellow new earth feminine leaders on Facebook. Now let's kick this off and get this party started. Welcome to part two of the new Paradigm Sales series. It's Jenna here. I'm so excited to share this space with you and to be back with you in community to talk about and jam out more things sales. Specifically today, we are going to be talking about opening our wealth channels, and this is going to be a blend of a short guided experience, more of a meditation activation, as well as some training, some talking, some sharing, and transmitting for all of you around the topic of how wealth, your relationship to money, how this works and infuses into sales, both in terms of the energetics as well as the strategy. So I know today is going to be big, 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 big breakthroughs. And I would love to kick today off with number one, let me know if you're here with me live or if you are here with me on the replay. And Let's see what is the most important thing for us to talk about today as we kick this off. I would love to tune in and hear from each of you. How do you feel about receiving money? How do you truly feel about receiving money? When someone says yes to you, that they want to sign up for your offerings, that they are in, or you see a payment notification come in, how do you truly feel in that moment receiving it? Do you contract? Do you feel kind of guilt or shame about taking that money from somebody else? Do you do a celebration dance for them saying yes to themselves? Is it a little bit of both of excitement and expansion, but also contraction and other emotions? Is it something totally different? I'd love to hear from each of you of what comes up for you when it comes to receiving money in your business. Or do you feel totally blocked about that and haven't been receiving money in your business? There's no right or wrong here, but let me know in the comments. And good morning, good morning, hello to everyone hopping in with me live. I'm excited for this. So I know there's a slight delay, so I'll give us a second to hear a few of those answers. If you're watching this on the replay, let me know as well. I have some beautiful cacao for our call today, our live today, whatever this is. <laughs> Amazing. So I'm going to start off with just a little bit of a transmission, get things flowing for us, and then we'll do a short activation partway through. And that's the kind of thing where, I mean, you probably don't want to close your eyes if you're listening to this and driving, but if you're literally sitting at your chair or wherever, I mean, you can go lay down and get comfy, but this is not going to be a two hour meditative breath work experience. This will be a 10 minute or so activation meditation type experience that we'll do partway through and then a little bit more sharing 
afterwards as well. So I'm seeing some answers flow in, mixed emotions with receiving that excitement and expansion, but also pressure to make sure they get results. I think that's definitely a big one. Another one I see a lot too is almost the energy of like, if it's, if it's too good to be true, or we're not even present to receiving that new client or the sale and it's already like, oh my God, what's next? What do I need to do? What, what if I can't perform and what if I can't do it again? Like I better basically focus on that outward motion of more sales instead of receiving even momentarily and being present to the sale. So we're going to dive into some of these things today. The first thing I want us to take a look at is what I like to call our money set point. Some of you may have heard me talk about this before, some of you this may be a new concept, but either way, regardless if you've heard of this or, or not, it's continuously changing for each of us. So this is a good opportunity to tune into what's real for you around this right now. So how I would define a money set point is essentially the capacity that we are in this moment currently comfortable receiving financially. And a really good way to get a snapshot of like, well, what is what is my range is to take a look at your current financial circumstances. We all have kind of that buffer, you know, that we give ourselves. We have that glass ceiling. We have this range. So I'll just give you an example. If you are used to always having 5K a month in your bank account, like that's the amount that always seems to kind of sit there in savings or what have you. And on average, you're making 5K a month. Chances are that if you go below that and you're halfway through the month or towards the end of the month and you've only done 2K for a month, because you have that evidence of 5K a month on average, chances are like you'll be resourceful, resilient, and basically align to bump that up and do the 5K again. Or even if you have an off month and you don't hit that, it's like you now know that you can do that. So it's easier for that to be accessible for you. Does that make sense? So if you kind of dip below your comfort level of financials per month, you can kind of connect to what has been available to you before. Oftentimes you can recreate and manifest that. On the flip side, what happens for many of us is we will unintentionally sabotage ourselves from exceeding our kind of comfort range. So yeah, you might do like 5K and then maybe 6K and then 5K and 6.5K. 6 but like, let's say you have a launch of a new program or something and you have a $10,000 month or a $20,000 month and you like quantum leaped. A lot of us aren't comfortable to anchor that in. So we'll have some big spike or jump or leap in our business, but then we'll actually naturally kind of bring us ourselves back. So you've stretched your capacity, let's say, with a bigger month one time or multiple times, but then your, your main month to month comfort level might still be 5k a month because that's what you know that's what you're comfortable with and so how that can present itself might even be kind of this energy of taking your foot off the gas pedal like you had a way bigger month than normal which i mean you're allowed to take a break it's not it's not that you now need to hustle it's more of the energetics of that where you might find yourself sabotaging instead of keeping your momentum going and being able to hold and receive and experience that Sometimes what we'll do is we'll actually just kind of bring ourselves back to what is more so our comfort level. So if you even think of this year so far, whether you have a job plus your business or you're full time in your business or you've been receiving COVID money from the government, whatever it is, I guarantee you that most of you have kind of a spectrum of what you're on average comfortable kind of receiving in each month, what you output each month. 
what you hold on to, if anything, each month. So just something to reflect on, should that be activating or mirroring for you, if maybe there's something there. Another way to think of the money set point is kind of like a thermostat. Me being from Canada, in our house, in the summertime, we had air conditioning. In the wintertime, we had a furnace. And room temperature in Celsius, for us that are in Celsius, um, uh, is 22 degrees Celsius. That's comfortable room temperature. And so the house would automatically, in the summertime, let's say, it starts getting up to 25, 26, air conditioning kicks in to bring it back to room temperature, to where it's comfortable. Same thing in the wintertime, starts dropping down to 17, 18 degrees. Furnace kicks in, brings it back to 22 degrees, right? So you're always kind of sitting in like 21, 22, 23 in the house because that's what's comfortable. We do the same thing with money. So good morning to everyone that's just been hopping on right now. Just looking at a few of these comments, a little bit of both. I can relate to that. I mostly block receiving. I've been blessed with some inheritance. I'm not yet making money I, I want through my business yet. Happened the summer, huge month, wasn't able to anchor it in. That's exactly how I've lived for so many years. I can't get past the ceiling no matter what comes in. I've only begun to be aware of this like the last two weeks. Well, divine timing. I'm glad that we're here. So that's just a good way, I think, for us to start this conversation today is just to actually get real with, okay, what is my money set point? And we all have it. And so sometimes we'll have that bigger month. And for some of you, that'll be your first sale. For some of you, that's hitting $20,000 in a month. You know, there's a spectrum here. But whatever your next level is, is to be aware for yourself when you achieve it, experience it, that you don't downplay it and basically start to energetically settle. And when we think about this from a sales perspective, I see this a lot of what I call energetic settling. So this happens so often. I'm like, I just have to share it. So I'll have a client and they're launching a new program. They're so excited. It's the first of the month. Their program starts, let's say, in 30 days. So let's say they have a program that starts December 1st. And it's now November 1st. They put out the program. They start marketing it. And on day one, nobody signs up. So then people are kind of not practicing high intention, low attachment, feeling a little low about it, starting to second guess themselves. Or maybe they're a weekend and they've had one sign up and they were excited. They're holding the vision. Things start to kind of creep in going, oh my God, what if I just have a one person group? And then I start to hear these kinds of things. Well, if I can just get three people in, I'll be happy with that. If I can just get four people, that would be amazing. But two weeks before that, I'm hearing things like, I would love to have 10 women in my program. I feel like there's meant to be so many women in this program, in this experience, and I say, how many people? Like, what do you envision? They're like, 12. 12 feels like the right number. And then what I'll see is it playing out. And we're, it's not like we're at the last day of the launch. It's like a week in or two weeks in and people start to energetically settle because they don't, they're not backing themselves the whole way through. And so I'm not here to shame anyone for that. I'm just here to bring awareness. And I've caught myself do that too, where it's like this big, ambitious, exciting quantum leap kind of intention. And then we get into it and life's happening and we're starting to get attached to the outcome. We, our belief starts to diminish a little bit. And then we're kind of in this energy of, well, I would just be happy to sign one new client. It doesn't even have to be a group program. Maybe you want to sign three private clients this month. And you start off, you're like, yeah, I'm calling it in. I'm ready for it. 
and then you get sick and now you're a week into the month and you're thinking, okay, well, maybe just two. Two is good. I can, I can do two. I'm ready for two. And then you sign one and you're on the last week of the month now and you start going, well, at least I signed one person this month. I'm okay with that. I hear a lot of that. Women downplaying it saying, well, it's okay. I'm okay with it. And so I'm just here to be a loving reminder. Like, are you okay with it? Or on the inside, are you feeling like shit? Because you're actually way more attached than you let on, for one. And two, because you and your soul knows that you are energetically settling. Is that making sense? So that's just something to think about, too, is like, where are you energetically settling and not seeing things fully through? Not because you have to hustle, not because you have to attach. And then if at the end of the month, if you desired 10 and you only had eight people sign up, now you're wrong and you're a failure. That's that's not the energy, but it's the fact, are you actually just not allowing to receive it, to fully see it through, to back yourself energetically? And so you're like one foot in, one foot out. The universe, God, whatever we want to say, it's like matches that. And then you get mediocre results, but then you're like blaming it or wronging yourself. And so this in that, in that opportunity, in that moment is A, an option to back yourself and to choose it it's like using that discernment and self-awareness and catching that and burning through the resistance as i like to say because it might not feel comfortable it's easier and more convenient to energetically settle and so oftentimes moving your body you know like kadoma says like what do we do with those feelings we move the feelings we move the energy we don't wrong ourselves for feeling it but if you catch yourself wanting to energetically settle we have to find a way to come back into power and possibility, which is different for each of us. You know, it might be breath work, might be meditation, talking to a friend. I know for me, talking to my clients makes a really big difference. You know, plugging into the community, channeling content, you know, getting in the energy of what I'm creating helps me to stay anchored in what I'm creating. So finding those things, those outlets that work for you, that anchor you, that excite you, keep you expanded, allow you to move the energy like I was talking about yesterday, like energetic settling is another form of kind of that pending energy. So moving the energy outwards, I'm going to take you guys through shortly here a little activation practice. And that can help a lot. And something I have my clients do frequently is what I call the allowing exercise. So if you let's say catch yourself wanting to energetically settle, and maybe you said it to someone or you're thinking it, and you catch it, then what you can do to just help process that somatically, verbally in your consciousness is the allowing exercise. And so essentially, this is where you say it out loud by yourself, you can do it with a partner, I like to do it in the shower. And you it's like a free flowing activity. So it's easier to just show it than explain it. And basically, what you're saying is you start with whatever is real for you. So you're like, I'm allowing the feelings of energetic settling. I'm allowing settling, I'm allowing flow, I'm allowing change, I'm allowing empowerment, I'm allowing sold out launch. And so you keep saying I'm allowing and just whatever intuitively comes through for you. And you keep going and going. This is like a 60 second to five minute exercise of I'm allowing and don't judge what comes through. You know, you might be like, I'm allowing settling, I'm allowing freedom, I'm allowing cheesies, I'm allowing potato chips, I'm allowing weird memories. Like you just keep going and going and going. Don't judge what comes through. You're just clearing. You're just clearing the energy. You're clearing what's under the surface. You might even get some clarity and answers. And so I always tell my clients that if you get to 
kind of, it's like you're, you're going deeper and deeper and deeper as you're allowing and allowing and allowing, you might hit the floorboard. You know, when you get to the floorboard and like nothing's coming through, that is not the time to stop this exercise. Usually there's some magic on the other side of that. So if you get there and you're just like blanking out and you're 20 allowings in, you're like, I'm allowing and just get nothing. I'm allowing darkness. I'm allowing nothingness. I'm allowing trauma. I'm allowing, you know, you just keep going. And usually on the other side of that, there's some magic. So again, it's a simple exercise, but it gets the energetics moving and it allows you to be an allowance of what's in your field right now and you're allowing it instead of trying to control it but with that clearness that can come through the spaciousness you can start inviting in new things so i like to do things like the allowing exercise and then focus on the action because sometimes i think what we do is we internalize it and then we're like oh my god i need to do more i need to message more people i need to write another post i need to do 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 when ultimately it's our commitment to self over the commitment to outcome where the magic really happens. So it's our commitment to our self-nourishment, our self-prioritization, our energy that makes us more magnetic, that puts us in more of an empowered energy. So when we're focused too much on the outcome of filling spots, signing clients, making sales, all of those things, it's not actually contributing to making more sales. And I'm not here to say don't take action. But if we're not coming from a place of nourishment and self-prioritization first and foremost, then we're not really taking aligned actions anyways for our sales and for our marketing and for everything. So, so far we've talked about money set point, self over outcome. Um, where do I want to go with this next? I want to share with you a little bit about the law of reversed effort as well which if anyone has experienced this before, you'll know what I'm talking about. And this is where if you're putting all of your energy into something and it's just not really working, or at least not to the way that you know it could be. And then something happens and you're not really able to do the things that you maybe would normally do for your business. And then magic happens. And so for me, you know, an example of this has been on my travels around the world more times than not, my most successful launches, you know, in terms of sales have been when things have happened where I had to be offline. So there's been multiple times where I'm in that stretch with my launch, posts are going up, things are happening, I have all these plans in place, and then I'll be traveling somewhere and I'll get there and there's no Wi-Fi. And then I'm offline for two days and I had to really move through and allow the release of control and the, oh my God, what if nobody signs up now? What if this happens? What if that happens? I didn't, I didn't get to put up this post. And then I'll come back online and be like, oh, three people signed up while I was offline. Or I'll wake up after sleeping and someone has signed up for something. And so it's really important to understand the law of reverse effort. That when we stop putting too much emphasis on things and actually allow spaciousness and rest and nourishment and the release of control, that's often where the most magic happens. And so I can't tell you the amount of times that things did not go to plan, but then on the other side of it, because people didn't feel any desperation from me, because I literally was offline for a day or whatever it was, it actually got motion and momentum happening. 
in my launches and filling my programs. So tuning into yourself of like, where are you trying to micromanage and mother your business, mother your sales, micromanage it to the point that it's stifling it, blocking the flow, not empowering you. And what would actually empower you would be to nourish yourself more, prioritize yourself more because wealth responds to nourishment. Wealth responds to alignment. And I don't say that in like an airy fairy kind of way. I mean, if you're burnt out, money is not attracted to you. Money is a neutral thing. So it's literally mirroring you. And another really great example of all this stuff of money and sales is if anyone has ever experienced the frustration of feeling like you're doing all the right things, but you're not seeing new clients and stuff come in and you can't quite put your finger on it. It's like you are showing up, you are posting, you are doing the things, so to speak but it's not really materializing. More times than not, I find it's the fact that we don't actually have the capacity for those new clients. It does not feel safe in our body to receive them. So to give you some context of that is, let's say that you are actually kind of burnt out or you're doing a lot and you're saying you'd love three new clients and you're connecting to how much more money that would be in your business but the reality is like right now you feel tapped out. Like you're skipping your workouts, you're missing meals because you're working, like you're kind of feeling frazzled, let's say. Well, your soul is not going to bring you more clients. It's literally going to look at you and basically be in the energetic of, why would I give her more and amplify these feelings? Because money is an amplifier. So if you're feeling kind of burnt out, or kind of even resentful of your business right now, or uninspired by your business, et cetera, et cetera, whatever, insert whatever is a fit for you right now. Why would your soul want to amplify that? So I think that's a really big thing too, is realizing like money is an amplifier. So no, it doesn't mean being high vibe all the time, but it does mean being aware of those things so you can notice if maybe you're actually not feeling safe to receive those clients, which from a manifestation perspective as well is why it's so important to connect to what I like to say is the vision beyond the vision. And the vision beyond the vision means if you think about it from more of a primal conditioning within us, if we don't know what's on the other side of something, our body assumes it's not safe. So going back to like caveman type days, if you don't know what's on the other side of the hill, your body is gonna be in defense mode to protect you in case there's a tiger over there. Well, the same thing kind of happens with money and sales and stuff in our business. If you are saying you want three new clients, but you haven't really connected to what that's gonna look like, what that's gonna feel like, what you need to change in your schedule to create the space for those clients to fit in the schedule, what are you gonna do after you have those three clients, which all of this is up for evolution and change. It's not written in stone, but if you haven't connected to it, it's, it's much harder to manifest those things and the right people and everything else because your soul is gonna say, okay, she wants three more clients, but she's already kind of stressed and burnt out. Why would I add three more things to her plate? I wanna keep her safe. So adding in more doesn't seem like a good idea. And then even then going, well, if I give her three clients, if I help her with that, then what? What's on the other side of that? Is she gonna be more burnt out? Is she gonna want more clients? What is that gonna look like? So to actually relax your nervous system, 
that's the thing. It's not about anchoring it in and it's written in stone and nothing's ever allowed to change. It's for your nervous system to be able to relax so that you can receive it. And so what this might look like is if you're saying and desiring three new clients, being able to connect into that energy of what's that going to feel like having those clients? Do you feel like you have the spaciousness to work with those clients? Once you have those clients, what's the next thing you're going to be focused on? Because essentially you want your soul and you want your nervous system to energetically go, wow, it's even better over there. She's going to be making more money. She's going to hire an assistant. We're going to be working even less. It's going to feel good. These are soul aligned clients. They're not old code clients that she's no longer receiving. This feels really good. Let's move towards it. Right. Versus some of us are in the energetic where it's like, let's not do that. That doesn't feel very safe. Does that make sense for everyone? Let me know in the comments. So basically to summarize that, that is very much the energy of being it before you see it and the energy of being versus doing. We require both. You can't just meditate all day and call things in. Like you still need to build a presence and a brand and show up and all the things, the, the doing part. However, who we be matters more than what we do. So our nervous system management, our alignment, our clarity, our wealth channels, all of these things are priority, our nourishment, and then taking the action from there. And it's much more of the energy of how can I support the manifestation of these three clients as opposed to how do I make it happen? What do I need to do in order to get, which I hate the language of that, in order to receive or create these three new clients as opposed to, oh my God, and like it takes all the responsibility, it puts all the responsibility on you. If you have your notebook and you're like, what do I need to do? Okay, I've got, I'm going to write a post. I'm going to write an email. I got to get that sales page up. I got to do this, do this, do this in order to get those clients. And it makes it very conditional. So then if you don't feel like putting up a post or you put it up and it doesn't work, it's like the buck stops with you. The responsibility and the ownership of it completely falls to you, which then creates the loop of not feeling very good. And so this is where the focus of our energetics matters more than the doing, because then you can be in the doing from the energy of, well, how can I support what's already inevitable? I know there's three women in my field who are ready for this work. I can feel them. Okay, so what can I do to support this? What can I do to support the acceleration of them coming and being ready to say yes to themselves? Completely different energy from what do I need to do in order to get the clients? And then if I don't get the clients, I'm a failure. And it's just this inevitable loop. So I'm just taking a quick look at the comments. Got some allowing, the focus wheel. I love focus wheel. Works for me so much when I let go of forcing. I have to feel safe to move the energy. So what if all the things are in place in myself in life and they're still not the up-leveling I desire? If you can just expand on that in the comments and I will come back to that one in terms of which things are in place in your life. And what is the up-leveling that you desire? And I, I'm happy to speak into that. Um, the next thing I want to talk about is the creating space for clients. So that weaves into what we're talking about. But I do find from an energetic perspective and from a sales perspective, 
the creating space. So this is partly of the looking at your schedule, relaxing your nervous system to feel safe, connecting into the vision and the energy of it. And in the physical realm, I find what helps for a lot of us is to do something that creates space. So this might be what I like to call a sales altar. Perhaps it's on a table, perhaps it's on your desk, perhaps it's on a pin board, a whiteboard, really doesn't matter, whatever works for you. But to have somewhere intentional for this manifestation, you know, for what you're creating. So if you're gonna call in these three new clients, let's say, or 10 clients to your group program, then it could be as simple as having, you know, like a board like this, and then writing like my new program, Sales Synergy, like I'm gonna do this today. I'm gonna write Sales Synergy, and then I'm gonna put, um, you know, women who are ready to transform their lives and business. And then I'm gonna have spots where at each woman that signs up, I'm gonna write their name on the board, I'm gonna celebrate them, and it's like there's an intentional space in the physical field that's ready for them, ready to receive them. And so this is a really big practice. You know, you can have a notepad. Some people like to have sticky notes and each person that signs up, you put the sticky note, where's my hand, <laughs> on the wall. Whatever feels good and works for you could be on a spreadsheet. It does not matter. But to create a little bit of sacred intention and space, an altar, so to speak, can make a really big difference for the manifestation of the money, of the clients to come in. Um, Doran, the desperation in getting versus how I can support the evidence of three people. Absolutely. Absolutely, yes. So we know that money is an amplifier. We know that we need to be it in order to see it, right? We need to be in order to do. And we need to become the version of us that can hold and receive the money, the clients, the things that we're saying that we're calling into our field so that we don't energetically settle, so that we don't keep our same money set point. And as we expand it, we can hold it. And we keep raising the standard, raising the standard, raising the standard, ex expanding ourselves and our ability to receive. And I always like to say and, and feel like how we do anything is how we do everything. So where else in your life are you not really allowing yourself to receive? Could be compliments, could be someone holding the door for you, could be men and the energetic of the masculine if somebody offers you know genuinely not a creepy way to like help you carry your bags are you the kind of person who says i got this no don't worry about it i got it i can do it myself like miss independent because i know myself that's been one of my masks that i've worn where and i still find it hard to receive support even a week or two ago here in nicaragua i was sick and it was uncomfortable for me that i had five or six women friends messaging me being like do you need anything here, I'm going to drop off this stuff for you. Let me walk your dog for you. And I allowed it, but it was stretchy for me. You know, it was uncomfortable for people to, you know, for me to be in that vulnerability. So just tuning into like, where's your next edge with receiving? Because that'll be a direct mirror for you as well when it comes to money. Maybe it's compliments. Maybe it's love, friendship. Maybe it's having more women and, and friends in your life, you know, healing your sister wound. Maybe it's investing in yourself and receiving that gift to yourself of getting help and support. There's no right or wrong, but I really do believe how we do anything is how we do everything. So if we're blocking receiving at one door, you better better believe me that you're blocking at least on some level in other doors as well. So, you know, a lot of this comes back to our healing, our awareness, our decisions in which we make. 
And that's something I'm going to be going a lot deeper because obviously I can only say so much on this in like a one hour live stream, but I'll be going a lot deeper on this with some different practices and modalities and things to guide you and support you, especially around the wealth stuff in the sales synergy program. So if you guys are listening to this and you're getting curious, if you're interested, you can definitely message me after this. The official announcement for the program is going to come out tomorrow. Um, but I've already had some women messaging me, so I've started a notification list. So if you're interested, feel free to message me because this is the kind of stuff we're going to go a lot deeper on together. And then you have like the actual modules, worksheets, you know, all the things. Um, Jody had a date where I allowed a man to hold the door, kiss me, share with me. I did it without resistance. A new person, even though I wasn't overly attracted, I practiced allowing it all out. I'm proud of me. I'm proud of you too, Jody. I knew you had a date coming up. I was going to ask you about it. So yes. Amazing. Um, the other one is that money moves. This is another wealth energetic wealth code that I love to talk about with clients and create practices and rituals around is understanding that we don't own money. We are essentially a vessel and a channel to experience money, wealth, clients, what have you, love. So it's not hours it's the experience of it you know that's flowing through so in the context of money and wealth we're just a vessel and we get to choose to be present to it and appreciative of it and experiencing it or we can be in the energy of it's not enough always focusing on what's outside of us not being present to it like the what's next kind of energy what do i need to do or we can really pay attention to being the channel you know, the gratitude and all the little things, the yes from the client, the first one of the three to sign up, being present to all of that energy and, and also just realizing that money moves. That's what it's meant to do. It's not ours to hold on to and hoard. And that doesn't mean you can't have savings, but it's understanding that no matter how much we try to control it, money is always moving. It's kind of like we're a train stop and it's on, it's on the train. It's always moving. And so some examples of that is, Let's say you have a savings account. It's still moving. You're still compounding interest. It's still moving. Or let's say you're trying to hold on to money and you have your 5K or whatever in savings, like whatever your baseline is, and then you have more come in, but your energetic set point isn't there either. So then you'll manifest something like the tire goes on your car. Has anyone had that before where you like kind of start to feel financially safe back in your comfort zone? And then you're kind of trying to hold on to perhaps the money that you have and then shit happens and you're like, oh my God, all of a sudden this person's dying. I need to fly across the world or my tire just went or my laptop broke. Like that happens to me all the time. Like it's just a part of the process, but it's also the awareness that money moves. Money's always moving. You know, anytime I purchase something from someone, money's moving and it's not even, it's not an expense. It's an investment and it's a circulation. So thinking about like the change of words, you know, from um, owing, um, expenses, those kinds of words and circulating, investing, you know, those are much higher vibrational words. But just from the energy of money moves is noticing that money is always moving. And so if it's always moving, then you can have less attachment to it leaving your account and also be more of neutrality and appreciation of receiving it to your account. There's less of that lack energetic of Oh my God, it came in. So I don't want it to go back out again because it might not, not ever come back because money's always moving. And so you can even do simple things 
this is something I'll go deeper on too in this program, but just a short synopsis is even a simple checklist, you know, having a simple checklist and, or like a piece of paper and in a day or in a week or do it once a month, go through your accounts, like write out literally, you know, Sally Sue, $500 under the in column, out column, you know, with the date, um, invested in sales synergy program, you know, like, and so paying attention and noticing that, yeah, money's going out, but it's also coming in. It's always moving. And so that can really also help to relax the nervous system, practice high intention, low attachment as well. So money moves is a big one. And one of the other things of what money responds to the most wealth sales is that declaration of yes, which comes back to energetic settling. If we're always energetically settling, expecting the worst, trying to control and hold and hoard money, all of these things, you know, assuming that people aren't going to sign up, then we're not really backing ourselves, like I said before. So it's our declaration of yes to ourselves, to what we're calling in, anchoring in, that it responds to the most. So you, if you're half-assing it and you're saying you desire it, but on the inside you don't desire it, or you're assuming that it's going to be more work. Like this is a really sneaky one that comes up for so many women I talk to that they want more clients because they desire more money and they love working with clients. But what they truly deeply desire is more space and days off and rest. And so they don't actually truly deeply want the more clients. What they actually desire when we start digging through it is to raise their prices, restructure their business, get an assistant, you know, restructure how they work with clients. And so sometimes it's not even about more clients and more sales. It's the approach that we have to receiving clients, to the sales, to what we're even selling people into so that it's sustainable and that it's scalable. Your soul knows if things are not sustainable or scalable, even if your ego is trying to tell you otherwise. Take it from the woman that had at one point 17 one-on-one clients. Yeah, I had some great cash sales that month. That was a couple of years ago. And then in the day-to-day of having calls with the clients, messaging them, I realized like it was too much. It was too much for me to be present with them. A lot of them weren't aligned. I started to feel it was like almost like dirty money, you know, like it created a very weird energetic. And so I started to get better, you know, in terms of looking at, okay, well, who do I really want to work with? What does feel like the right energetic exchange? What is the kind of person I'm calling in? How many people in a day do I really want to see? And like, that's the kind of thing I realized for me is like, can I stack it and do eight calls in a day? I can, but do I want to? No. So it's like finding the flow of what actually honors you and nourishes you. Because if I have three or four calls, when I'm doing calls, I'm excited, I'm lit up. I end my work day energized. But when my ego comes in and my people pleaser comes in and I have eight calls, I'm not really of service to any of them, even the first ones, because I know I have so many more coming. It's like, I'm already tired at the thought of it. And then by the last sessions, it's like, I'm exhausted. And then my whole night is a write-off and I need to like recover the day after. So that's not really of service to me or anyone. And then it it links success to not feeling good, to burnout, et cetera, as opposed to linking success to pleasure, money to pleasure. So you can see like, this is the stuff that really makes the difference, right? It's not the perfect sales script. I mean, we are going to talk about some upgrades for sales conversations tomorrow, but this is like the juice of it.
So I'd love to hear from everyone in the comments what's landing the most with you so far. And then I'm going to guide us through a 10 minute or so activation to help us anchor in some of what we're talking about right now. So I'll give everyone just a moment to let me know in the comments and to take a minute or two to, if possible, get comfortable, get cozy, whether you're sitting or lying down, if you're watching this on the replay, same thing, just take a minute right now, answer in the comments and then get comfortable and get cozy. And then we will, we will dive into this together. Amazing. Okay. So I'm hoping you guys are comfortable. Get cozy. And when you're ready, you can take a moment, close your eyes, and let's just take a really nourishing deep breath. So deep breath in relaxing deep breath out through your mouth another nice deep breath in and a deep breath out and on this third deep breath in i want you to hold the air and feel it moving all the way down through your chest into your tummy all the way down into your womb space and breathing out Breathing in again, letting it come all the way down into your womb space. And on this next breath out, just a nice releasing breath of any old energetics around money, around sales that you've been holding on to in your body. Just getting really present into this moment. Feeling yourself relaxing. And we're going to start with doing a nice body scan. So if your eyes are closed, maybe you'll notice some colors, maybe you'll feel some sensations in your body. But we're going to start all the way up at our head. And what we're scanning for is if you just notice anything that jumps out to you. So scanning, we're starting at the head, moving down through our throat chakra, down towards our heart our solar plexus and our tummy into our sacral and our womb space down into our root chakra moving our way all the way down our thighs our knees our legs down to our feet and just sitting in that energy for a moment and just observing being an observer right now and finding where in your body are you feeling any old energies that are stored that make you feel unworthy, incapable, less than, in scarcity, when it comes to being the most empowered version of you, being the most wealthy version of you, the most in contribution to others version of you, finding that spot in your body where you've been storing any of this old energy. 
when you find that spot, don't judge it. Maybe it's a color, maybe it's a feeling, subtle sensation in your body. And when we find that spot, you can bring your hands just to gently rest on that spot, wherever it may be. And first, just giving yourself some love and some energy and just being present to these energies that are here within you that have been internalized or stored deep in yourselves. Giving yourself permission and acceptance for anything that you've been holding there. And as we're feeling that spot in our body, just observing if there's a color or a shape or an animal that jumps out to you, makes itself known to you. And we're gonna take that, whatever that is, so this may be a ball of energy, maybe an animal, maybe a circle, observing it. And now I want you to connect in, you can visualize it or feel it, to taking that energy, this old energy, and taking that color, that shape, or that animal, and imagining it leaving your body so that you can see it in front of your face. So it's leaving wherever it is, whether that's your shoulder, your tummy, your womb, and we're seeing it go outside of our body into our hands. So now we're holding a ball of light, whatever color it may be, or an animal, a shape. And I want you to imagine yourself and declare to yourself while you're holding this in your hands, right in front of you, that you are the channel, that you are the creator, that you are the one that you came here to be, that you are a future ancestor, and that who you be matters. And who you be is here for a reason. And tapping into your full power, your full potential, is who you came here to be. And by being this beacon of light, you activate and empower others in your field as well. And so this that you're holding in your hand is a representation for you of what you're no longer going to hold on to. And it doesn't matter what exactly is in there. You don't need to analyze it. We're just here to dissolve it and to move the energy and to release. And so when you're ready, taking a nice deep breath in and we're going to blow what is in our hand out of our hands into the cosmos. And so nice deep breath in, blowing, seeing it leave and it's going up, up, up into the sky into the field, you see it going all the way up, almost like you're zooming out and seeing the view of this animal or the shape or this color getting bigger and bigger and bigger and getting further and further and further away. 
until you can hardly see it anymore, and now it's getting smaller and smaller and smaller as it goes further and further and further into the sky, into the cosmos. And coming back into our body in this moment, noticing, feeling a little bit lighter. Noticing maybe the energy has shifted a little bit within you. Feeling the energy of possibility that's pulsing through your veins right now. The remembrance that this is always accessible to you and available to you. This feeling right now is your birthright. This feeling right now is the magnetic energy that you get to access at any time for your sales, for your marketing, when it comes to money. And anytime you need to, anytime you feel that the old codes are in your field and taking up space that is no longer required for you to hold on to, you get to remove this. You get to feel this good in your body. You get to feel this connected to possibility. And so feeling right now into why do you do what you do? Who did you come here to be? Seeing what comes through for you around that right now. And what if it gets to be as simple as that? What if you get to focus on who you came here to be and becoming that and contributing to others with why you came here? And it gets to feel that good. It gets to feel that simple. Feeling all the good vibes of that in your body right now. Any kind of tingles, activations, noticing where in your body perhaps feels activated with energy right now. Because that might be a power zone for you to come back to anytime you need that strength and courage. Taking a nice deep breath in to anchor this. One final breath out. And when you're ready coming back into your body, into this now moment with me, opening your eyes, wiggling your toes, just allowing yourself to be here in the moment. And when you're ready, you can let me know in the comments how that experience was for you, what flowed through for you, if anything. Did you feel a release? Did you feel an activation? Let me know below. And this feels good for today. I feel like there's a lot of things that we covered from opening our wealth channels to money set point, understanding the energetics of money moves, our commitment to our nourishment and alignment and self over the outcome, being it before we see it. There's a lot of things in here. And the final thought of this that I will leave you all with today is that the more that I am me, the more money that I make. And so the more that you are in your embodiment, the more that you are in your power, the more that you are connected to your purpose, the more money that you will make, the more clients that you will magnetize, the easier it becomes. So let that be a mantra for you. The more that I am me, the more money that I make. And for those of you who are feeling activated and you already know that you want to go deeper into this work together and access the full program that I've been curating and developing and birthing behind the scenes for you. It's called Sales Synergy. It's going to be running for the month of November. And it's a course 
where you'll have access to everything. I've been recording it fresh this month for everyone. And there's group coaching calls. You know, we get on Zoom and work through any blocks, any strategies, any areas that you need support so that you wrap up this year in the best flow that you've ever been in for your business, the best energetics that you've ever been in for your sales and for your cash flow, and the best momentum that you've ever been in so that you can finish off this year with potentially the most profitable months that you've ever had and positioning yourself for next year to be in true limitless potential, empowerment, integrity, ethics, you name it when it comes to your sales. So if that's activating for you, message me. I'm happy to send you the details and get you on the notification list for tomorrow. Or if you're still kind of curious, tomorrow I will be announcing it. And Jody, I saw your comment, so amazing. I felt Puma and Jaguar energy. It's funny because that's what was coming through for me while I was leading that was Jaguar energy. Um, and also maybe because I was researching how in Nicaragua that there's an animal, which is really cool, called a Jaguar-1D. It's like a mini Jaguar. Um, and Bear showed up. Yay, Bear. That's amazing. Amazing, Jody. I'll let you know. I'll let you know about Sales Synergy. I'll message you today because I want to hear about your date. Heather, a huge release. Amazing. Doran, thank you, Jenna. An eagle was flying away with a package. Don't even remember what it was. Doesn't matter. Don't need to. It went where it needed to go. I'm a frequency shifter is what stood there in the end. I'm feeling so natural about it. Fuck yes. That's what it's all about, ladies. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you for allowing me to facilitate this today, for sharing this space with me today. I love you all so much. Tomorrow is going to be a little bit more strategic. I'm going to share with you some upgrades for sales calls, social media, marketing, more of the actual doing of things. Um, so I'm really looking forward to that. So feel free to come and join me live or you can catch it on the replay. But same time, same place tomorrow. I love you all. Have a beautiful day and let me know your number one takeaway, whether you've been with me live or in the comments on the replay of what has been your biggest takeaway. What are you going to integrate from today? So I'll talk to you all soon and I love you all so much. Thanks so much for joining me for today's episode of the Soul Meet Strategy Podcast. I'd love to hear what came up for you during this episode. Tag me on your stories on Instagram at Soul Meet Strategy and come hang out with me inside of the New Earth Feminine Leadership Community on Facebook. Don't forget to leave me a review as I love and so deeply appreciate hearing your feedback. And from my heart to yours, keep shining bright, sister, and I'll see you on the next episode.